This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, we're in the same city again. Uh, can't beat it. The greatest city on earth. Yeah, I mean, we're Pittsburgh, still... PA. <laughs> we both we both uh, quarantined in a hotel in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're staying yep, in sep- different rooms. Yeah, yeah, staying in separate rooms for two weeks, and then we're gonna go into one room together so we can uh, finally record together from now on. Yeah, and then to the pool. <laughs> well, no, the Tim, I've told you multiple times we can't go. To, I don't think the pool's even open at the hotel in Pittsburgh. It's very dangerous. The hot tub surely is, though. No, the hot tub. Uh, the hot tub might be all right. It, I think the yeah, it's hot enough to boil off uh, any potential uh, viruses. I like to get a hot tub up to like 170, <laughs> 180 degrees. Yeah, really get it cooking. Yeah. Man, I wish uh, when I was on a, a vacation before all this started, uh, I thought the place we were going to, the house we were renting, had uh, a hot tub and then it didn't have a hot tub. Well, it had a hot tub, but it belonged to a different like property. And uh, I was real upset. I was just upset recently thinking about it because I was thinking, oh, I should have been paying attention to like, I should have gone on the website and seen what nights that property was available for rent. And then I would have known nobody's in there. I can go use the hot tub. Oh, yeah. You blew it. Yeah. If I had a hot tub, I'd go in the hot tub for six hours a day, seven <laughs> hours a day. That's I think a- I'd sleep in the hot tub. I get so mad when I go to somebody's house. I mean, this doesn't happen that often, but like you go to somebody's house and it's like, oh, we have a hot tub. And it's like, oh, can we go in the hot tub? And they're like, oh, it's not set up right now or whatever. It's I like, have that, have that thing ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah, I hate these people that are like, I have a hot tub. It's not a big deal. It's not that great. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. You, it's great. Yeah, give me that hot tub. You just tub don't want me in your hot great. tub. I think they just don't want you and me in their hot tub, Tom. Well, that's oh, stupid. Oh, it's not set up right. <laughs> fell for the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> well, let's set it up right. Well, yeah, you know, to you, calibrate that, it takes a That a happens long with time. so many things with me, Tim. So many things I want to try that belong to friends just aren't set up right right now. <laughs> just can't use them. Uh, <laughs> hey, I really need to use the toilet. Oh, it's not set up right right now. Um, Tom, uh, you, you did mention mm-hmm. I'm back in New York. Yes. Great. Oh, no, wait. I want to go in a pool all the time, too. That's another <laughs> thing that I want to get off my chest. Um, if anybody has a pool right now, you're not allowed to complain. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can still complain, I think. But <laughs> but you have, you have one less reason to complain. I would say they can still complain, but me and you, we can complain about all the same things that they're complaining about, plus not having a pool. Exactly. Yes. Agreed. Um, it happens less with pools, though. Like uh, where pool, if you're getting a pool, that's like a commitment. You got to have the pool ready to go every season. Where I feel like a lot of people buy hot tubs and then they realize it's kind of a pain in the ass and like expensive to run. And they're like, eh. And then you know the, those hot tubs just degradate, uh, degradate until they're they're useless. Degrade. 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 I don't know. Yeah, what are we doing? What they are we return. About here? They return to the earth, ashes to ashes, <laughs> dust to dust. They go to hot tub hell. <laughs> no hot tub. You know, all dogs go to heaven. All hot tubs go to hell. Yeah, because they're hot. They they, they like yeah. it down there. To be honest with you, it's the devil's bathtub is what they call it. <laughs> Lucifer's. Man, if I own a river, if I own a hot tub shop, I called it the Devil's Bathtub. That'd be great. I probably get a lot of swingers coming in there to buy hot tubs. (laughs) You have swingers going in there to think that it was a place where they could swing, (laughs) right? I think you can probably swing at most hot tub supply stores. I mean, you think like after hours they lock the doors and you put your keys in a bowl. 
Yeah, probably not even after hours. I bet, you know, like any of those places that are family owned, I bet you could just ask like, hey, uh, how about you and the mister? Do you want to swing? And they'd be like, oh, all right, well, are you buying chlorine? We are in the market for a hot tub, so you... You'd, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you know... You got our number here. You know we're looking to swap spouses at some point here, or else why are we yeah. investing in this hot tub? You think that happens at the waterbed store also? A hundred percent. Tim, I can't tell you the last time I've seen a waterbed store, though. <laughs> They're coming back, Tom. I think I that's guess, what's going to lead the recovery. Maybe, waterbed stores. Maybe you don't see waterbed stores because, you know, how much space does a waterbed take? I'm shocked, you know, in this day and age of all these, uh, like, uh, foam ship shippable mattresses, you know, we, we've done ads for them. I have one here. I love it. Um that the hot tub mat or the uh, waterbed people haven't tried to squeeze in. Like, guess what takes up even less space in a box? A waterbed. Fill it with your <laughs> own water. Like, look at our box is half the size of uh, of you know uh, one of those other uh, uh, like a Casper mattress or whatever. Like, no, see that's that's your problem. See, because uh, the waterbed. It's it's a it's a waterbed scene. It's not your you you know you when you buy a waterbed, you're buying into being part of a a sleazy community, right? <laughs> yeah, subculture. So like, yeah. So if you're if you're if you're ordering it online, that defe- mm-hmm. that defeats the purpose. You're not yeah. going to meet other creeps. Yeah, I, I forgot that a lot of the uh, waterbed industry runs on a uh, subscription model that you have to be a part of a club once you buy a waterbed. Is there like a waterbed subreddit? I'm sure there is. I still don't understand how waterbeds became the sexy beds because it seems like it would be very hard to do anything sexy on a waterbed. Everything's sloshing around and like, whoa, seems like a fun bed, like maybe the bed to, you know, jump on, but not. not... No, you never jump on a waterbed, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't yeah. even joke about that. <laughs> Rand Huffage, don't wear high heels on younger... one either. Yeah, some of our younger listeners might try it, Tom, and that's that's not a good example to set. I'm trying to remember. I think as a kid, I did know somebody whose parents had a waterbed. And like as a kid, it was like, holy, this is all I'm interested in at this house now. I don't care if you've got a Super Nintendo. I want to see this waterbed. <laughs> Leopard print sheets. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like, no, you can't go in my parents' room. It smells disgusting in there all the time. <laughs> Tom, mm-hmm. uh, today uh, I want to get into things a little bit early. Okay. Because uh, I, first I want to talk about the teens. <laughs> I want to address the teens. Okay. Um, I think. How many teens do? What percentage of people listening right now do you think are teens? I think a very small percentage of teens are listening to this show. I think there are probably some people that listen to this show still that started as teens, but I don't think we're getting new teens in. We're too old. Would We've aged pre- out. Yeah, teens have no no interest in what we have to say. No, we're we're you know uh, getting close to their parents' age. They don't. They wanna. might. Is some yeah, of them no, we I mean, are their parents' age. Yeah, definitely. Some of them were older than their parents. Yeah, imagine that, and imagine they look to us as authority figures instead of their parents, and they're mal- I mean, mouthing off to their parents, telling them like Tim and Tom would let me get a waterbed. That's why I imagine a lot of teens fight their parents about nowadays. Yeah, that and like, ooh, Tim and Tom would let me go to this swinger party down at the <laughs> hot tub store. Tim, I think a, uh, a swinger hot tub party is the last place a teen wants to go. Teens don't want yeah. to hang out it's not like- at, a, at a swinger party. Yeah, it's not going to be like, hey, young adults are here. Yeah, you could, I mean, you could probably run a pretty good abstinence program by taking teens to swinger parties and showing them what, you know, what happens there. Yeah, much like the nude beach near our house when we were growing up. Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's what kept me abstinent as a teen. <laughs> seeing, seeing what age does to the human body. Tom, I feel bad for um, everybody right now. It's tough times, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's... Uh, well, you said you don't feel bad for people with a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I kind of do. I feel bad for teens, I think, most of all. Did we talk about this? I don't think so. 
I know if I were a teen right now with all this going on, oh, I'd be a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Because I would be <sighs> like, no, I can do this. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Look, I on. found a website that said it's fine. <laughs> Let me go hang you out with my don't friends. Even know. But summertime when you're a teen is the best time of your entire life. Yes. And we have look, talked about that recently. Yeah. But here's the thing. Teens, they kind of, and this is from my experience, you kind of <laughs> think- uh, As an elder teen. Yeah, no. When, when I was a teen, you kind of think like being a teen sucks because mm-hmm. it like does yeah, at the time. Right. Because you can't do- uh, stuff that you want to do that adults are allowed to do, like drive cars yeah. and drink beers. But then later you realize that like being a teen was the best yeah. and your life now sucks. Right. And it, it, you realize in retrospect, it really wasn't that hard to get beer. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and like, you, you could drive a car at like 17 in New York. That was fine. Yeah. And also like, Nobody like sometimes oh, you you got to get a job in the summer, but nobody like ever really needed to rely on you for anything. No, you didn't like nobody. You didn't have to do anything. No, you I get mean, away with not doing anything. Like at, at least for us growing up, uh, it, like in the suburbs, you know, and and having it pretty easy. Like, uh, yeah, summer job. It was like you have to get a summer job, and then. Once you have that summer job, even if it doesn't pay that well, you'll have more disposable income than you've ever had in your life. <laughs> that yeah. you can just and go spend go on there, dumb shit. And you won't even really have to do anything at work when you get there. Yeah, people won't expect much. Of, even if it's a hard job, like people will expect that you'll fuck it up constantly. <laughs> yeah, because you're a teen. Exactly. It's fine. Teens don't know that much. And it's fine. You should You should embrace not being expected to know much. Yeah. Nowadays, uh, I'm expected to know everything. People look up to me, and it's not always easy. Tim, sometimes it's difficult. You and I especially were seen as uh, an authority by so many uh, people around the world. Right. It's uh, heavy as the crown. Yep. I tell you, the number of messages we get from upset parents every week telling us that their teen has told them they wish Tim and Tom were their parents. Uh <laughs> It could fill up a, a a hard drive. If you'd like us to be your parents, email <laughs> us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. We should adopt a teen for the summer, Tom. Like, <laughs> not in real life, but like we should mentor a teen. Ooh, that might be a good way to give back. <laughs> that, yeah, you know what, Tim? That would be a good way to get back. To give back, not to get back. <laughs> that would be a good way to get back at teens. No, I mean... Is there a way that we can have some sort of mentor, teen mentoring situation, and then we can classify this whole endeavor as a charitable organization? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Either that. I mean, this all ends. Ooh, with, that maybe. Maybe we'll get an award from the community. <laughs> this all ends with us eventually committing some kind of tax fraud. But also, if we could do that, and at the same time, be recognized as pillars of the right. community, yeah. Like the Lions Club would be like, we need to give Tim and Tom an award for all their mentoring that yeah. they've done. We should probably give them their own lion. I don't think they do that. What is the Lions Club? That's what they do, Tim. You To get in, you have to have a lion. So I think uh-huh. probably they give you a lion if if they want you in the club because they know like mm. getting your first lion's hard because anybody that you're looking to buy a lion from, they're going to ask, well, have you ever taken care of a lion before? And if the answer is no, they're going to be very hesitant to sell you a lion. But if you've got one and you, t- and you give them, you know, the special lions club handshake with the growl at the end, then they know they know they, they can trust you to sell a lion to. This episode of the complete guide to everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your new nu- nutrition 
Tom, to -hmm. boost results, try the best-selling metabolism super powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, I I tried some of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm -hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, Well, we'll now, that, now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. All right, Tom. So uh, I'm still talking to the teens here. Okay. All right. And me, though, too. I can also hear you. You can listen, but I'm really... I'm. In fact, no, you can't listen. Can you take your headphones off? Tim, I take my headphones off. I won't know when to put them back on again. <laughs> I'll give you the high sign. You know, I'm going to talk. You know what? You can just leave them off. Tom. You can you can log off for all I care. Maybe we could just make this between me and the teens today. Tim's teen chat. Yeah. Tim's teen talk. No Tom's allowed. No oh. Tom's tolerated. <laughs> I hate that. Well, you're not allowed to be around teens, right, Tom? <laughs> I'm allowed to be around teens, Tim. Look, this is a tough time for teens. Uh, a lot of them are missing their proms mm-hmm. this year, um, and that's and that's that's tough. Do you remember yeah. your prom, Tom? I do. It wasn't that great, but I do remember it. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It sucks that you're missing your prom, but um, proms suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sucks that you're missing it. But also on the bright side, you'll be able to complain about this oh, for forever. the rest of your life. You'll be in this a nursing like, home complaining about it. Yeah, this is this is something. And guess what? It might seem like it sucks. <laughs> I like the idea that we're telling teens, but guess what? You'll have something to complain about. Like that's somehow better. Teens don't like to complain about. I guess they do, but they'd rather just like get the thing that they're complaining about. It's only old curmudgeons like me and you that would rather have something to complain about than have the thing. Yeah, no, but and that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to I'm trying to give these teens some perspective here because it seems like it sucks. It seems like you want this. You don't want to go to the prom and you realize that like halfway through the prom, you're just like, This is what I wanted to do. This isn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. And now so you don't have to do that, even though like you'll you'll never have that realization that like, oh, this kind of sucks. But you will have like, you know what, I was that year. Where we didn't get proms. And then people will be like, oh man. Let's throw oh, this guy rough. a prom. Let's, 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 throw, yeah, him let's throw him an adult prom. prom. Yeah. Every birthday you have for the rest of your life will be a, a full blown prom. <laughs> a prom themed birthday. Which better than a birthday themed prom. My, my prom theme was birthdays. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be an amazing prom theme. Birthdays. My prom theme was fifth birthday party. There was a clown, oh, a man. magician. That would be a great prom. You know what's effed up in movies? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you see a little kid's birthday party, there's always a magician there. Yeah. Did you ever go to a birthday party when you were a little kid that had a magician? No. Yeah, maybe you got, you got maybe off. like one or two with like a clown. I don't even remember that. That would have been exciting to me because I was yeah. a big clown kid. I don't. Yeah, I bet you were a big clown. A clown came to my preschool, taught <laughs> us all how to be clowns, sang a song about being a clown. He was selling a book. I I, uh, I bought the book. Did he? he or I did guess he, my parents. Yeah, I was going to say, do you know none of you could probably read by then? Um, I could. I could read in kinder, in preschool. Really? Wow. Yeah, I was I was really smart. I peaked real early, Tom. <laughs> I was going to say, what happened? Went off the rails at some point. Yeah, I learned how to read in kindergarten, but I currently still read at a second grade reading <laughs> level. So I didn't progress much from there. Yeah, well, you got cocky is what it is. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Turk Pipkin, wrote this book called Be a Clown. I don't want to know I remember that, but uh, probably because I read that book cover to cover a thousand times before I was six years old. But then, you know, I never really saw any clowns other than that one time. Yeah. Sad. I mean, back, yeah, when we were little kids, they led us to believe that being a clown was like a much more uh, uh, possible profession. Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's not a real viable career path. Nah, I mean, there are people that do it, but they're few and far between. Yeah. Be a clown in this economy? No thanks, Turk Pipkin. Yeah. Um, what was your point? No, they get to complain about it. Look, oh, right. you, well, get to, you get to, this'll, 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 be some capital for you to spend this mm-hmm. whole summer or these these past couple months and the in the next couple months will be capital that you can spend um with your elders mm-hmm. um for years to come like oh, i was robbed of so many things at a pivotal point in my life yeah well do you see uh these uh these teens that took the sat the other day and the standard aptitude test? Yes. Standardized aptitude test? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, man, I saw a thing the other day with uh, Mark Ruffalo, uh, an interview. He was on Graham Norton, and he was talking about uh, uh, doing ADR for a movie, and he called it like automatic dialogue uh, replacement. And it's like, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's additional dialogue recording, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> really? Yeah, unless there are two. I thought R was replacement, at least. Automated seems... Yeah, it's not automated. Uh, Well, I don't know. They they have machines that do it. No, no, the whole point is they couldn't get a machine to do it. They had to get Mark Ruffalo to do it. What about audio? (laughs) What about audio? (laughs) Automated dialogue replacement, Tom. What? Mark Ruffalo was right? He knows more about movies than me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Tom, here's the thing. If it was anybody but Mark Ruffalo, I would have piled on with you. (laughs) Man, these out-of-touch Hollywood elites, they think they know what these acronyms are. But Mark Ruffalo, stand-up guy. Yeah, Never met him, but I'll I'll, I'll go to bat for him. So I'm sorry... (laughs) I'm sorry to make uh, a fool of you in front of all the teens that are listening to this. I thought you were going to give a real ominous, I've never met him, but I will one day. Yep, I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think I will, and I don't aspire to. <laughs> um, Meeting celebrities, Tom. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you, and you have nothing inter- interesting to say to them. Most when celebrities I like, I've younger, met do like, want to meet me. Really? Well, they want to meet a fellow celeb. They want to hear about all the parties. What you know? Hey, what are the parties you go to? Tom, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, John Krasinski um, had a prom for for teens. Jim from the Office. Did you see yes. this, Tom? Uh, I did see a little bit of it. Oh, let me just finish what I was going to say before, though, about the SATs. Um, apparently like when you're doing the written part, you had to take a picture of it and send it in. Uh, the website didn't work with the default way iPhones take photos. <laughs> so like, yo, no iPhone photos are BS, man. I always send them to my computer and it's this, this weird format that I can't do anything with. Yeah. 
Steve Jobs screwed this one well, up. Hey, can was... we just finally admit that Steve Jobs doesn't know what he's doing? <laughs> it's a new, it's a relatively new format that's better than JPEG, but not as widely adopted, obviously. He can't even open it in Photoshop, for cripe's sake. I think he could probably open it in Photoshop. I tried yesterday, Tom. Well, I think that maybe they updated do you think it today. They, do you think they updated it today? Yeah, Maybe, <laughs> they might have. So wait, you had to take a picture to prove that you weren't cheating? No, not to prove you weren't cheating, but it was like you would write, you know, your essay longhand, mm. you know, like the like the old days. They still do it that way. So then it's like, well, how are you going to hand it to us? You can't hand it to us. You got to take a picture of it. Mm. But of course, there's a time limit. So a lot of people were were coming up and they're like, all right, done with two minutes left. Let me go ahead and take this picture and upload it. I've gone over it a million times to make sure it's perfect. Use all my time. And uh, what's this? An error. And then like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So what happened? What did they do? They failed and they have to take it again. No, that's not true. Yeah, it's true. The college board didn't go like, okay, we're going to give you you know no because <sighs> so it's a time it's a time test so it's like well what, what are they gonna do just be like all right we'll take it the the essay that you're supposed to have like in an hour to write we'll take it even though now you've had like a day to write it maybe man so last few years have really um laid bare how like uh nothing if you put stress on anything, it doesn't really work the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Everybody and everything should take it easy. Everybody should relax for a minute. Jeepers, yeah. creepers. Uh, but you were saying John Krasinski had a prom. Was that why he was arrested? I saw something about that on the news. <laughs> no, he had a virtual prom. Tom. Oh, Okay. Uh, you know, he, he was doing this thing. Look, how, what's your feeling on John Krasinski? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Tim, I don't know him well enough. I haven't met him. Yeah, me neither. But my thing was always like, oh, he was on that show. Uh, he was on The Office and he was a beloved character on that. But then by the end of the series, everybody was like, Eh, he was kind of like a douchey character. Like yeah. once he got everything he wanted, he kind of turned into a jerk. Right. Um, and then he just went on to like do other things, like movies that like before a quiet place. Mm-hmm. He was just doing like weird stuff. He wasn't already. People thought maybe he was going to turn into like a prominent Hollywood conservative for a minute because of the Jack Ryan thing, mm-hmm. and then he started this. Uh, he went viral with this Some Good News show, yes. right? Yeah. On YouTube. It's like, oh, he's like trying to be like a beloved celebrity now. He's, yeah. he's like a celebrity personality that people would be like, oh, wow. Yeah. He's going to be like the Tom Hanks of our generation or something. Mm-hmm. He just sold that Some Good News to Viacom and he's not going <laughs> to host it anymore. Yeah. that That sounds like that was Some Good News for him. Yeah, especially seems... because I, 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 I've never watched it, but I assume the whole point was like, uh, everything's bad news. So I'm going to make, you know, as like a public service, just like yeah. a fun thing to do, um, you know, put a smile on your face, on your face, cheer you up. And now it's like, oh, no, he's making a lot of money. <laughs> off yeah. this thing. And it's just like, and I'm out and I'm not doing it anymore. Now that I don't that you wrote me a check. I'm not going to sit here and friggin' talk about good news. I have to oh, have yeah. some other well, I'm sure. Shit. Yeah. I'm sure he was like, you know, they probably, f- uh, signed everything and he was like, great. We're all set. And they're like, well, we can't wait to have you back in the studio, John. He's like, Oh, you misunderstood. You bought the show. You didn't buy old John Krasinski. Old Johnny K is going to walk. Old Johnny K requires a little more scratch. Um, Tom, let's talk about the prom. <laughs> We've been talking about the prom. What what happened no, in haven't. his virtual prom? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Did you? <laughs> no, I didn't watch. I told you I've never watched it. I think uh, 
I think we could throw a better virtual prom. I think we're you right in I. the middle of throwing a better virtual prom. <laughs> I hope this teen... magic moment. I hope teens. So bitter and sincere. Teens around the uh. world right now are in cocktail dresses and uh, uh, tuxedos, slow dancing to us talking. <laughs> Tom, uh, you know. Six feet uh, apart, some... of course. Uh, boy, yeah, the... that's. The, the the nuns at the Catholic school would love uh, this having a prom during this time. Everybody'd stay six feet apart. Yeah, but the nuns could never enforce the the distancing at the prom. Right. So yeah. you'd have an outbreak, at a, uh, and it'd be all the nuns' fault because they weren't uh, tough enough to stand up to the teens. Yeah. Oh, Great nuns, job, nuns. No, nuns have no problems standing up to teens. Believe you me. Yeah, I know. Tom, uh, <laughs> I know I've mentioned this a lot on the show before, but nuns love me. So anyway, <laughs> do you know about promposals, Tom? Yes. Although, explain it, because I thought I did, but now I don't. Well, when we were, oh God, this is really turning into a, when we were young, this thing didn't <laughs> exist. But like... I don't remember asking someone to the prom. Yeah. So, I remember oh, well. taking an electric car to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember watching a program on HD television <laughs> and then <laughs> leaving and going to the prom. Uh, uh, bringing the phone to the prom? Well, boy, that's going to be an awful long cord. <laughs> I don't remember knowing about the existence of Channing Tatum as a person when I went to the prom. No. Man, things are different these days. <laughs> uh, but you were saying the uh, the idea of a promposal didn't exist. Uh... Yeah. So now what the kids do, mm-hmm. uh, you know how um, when uh, adults ask other adults to take their hand in marriage? Mm-hmm. They often do an elaborate uh, proposal situation. So sometimes yeah, you had a choreographed you had a choreographed dance with an entire town to ask uh, your wife to marry you, if I remember correctly. No, that didn't happen, Tom. Uh, You'll never know how I proposed to her. It was at a park in Amsterdam. Yeah, it's lovely. I got I got dirt on my knee. I went down on, uh, I, I did the thing, and then yeah, I was like, you oh, went I'm down like, one knee. I hope that wasn't the first thing you said after you went down. I got dirt on my knee. I was like, will you marry me? Ah, oh, fuck, my, my pants. My, my pants. pants. <laughs> my stupid pants. Look what you made me do. Um, what were we talking about? Prom post? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, high school kids do this mm-hmm. to ask another person to the to the high school prom. Yeah. It has to be elaborate. You can't just go up to him in the hallway and say, hey, you want to go to the prom? No, you have to. Um, it's more than oak tag, too. You have to get like uh, <laughs> glitter and stuff, I think. Well, yeah. So what you're talking about is that they have to do it with like a sign that has like a pun on it or something like something funny. Yeah. But also there has to there's often like a prank involved, I think. Like you trick somebody into thinking that. They're you're they're not about to be asked to the prom, but in the in the yeah, end they are. I, I think you have to play coy with the person you want to ask and pretend like you're maybe not gonna ask them. So that when you do then do an elaborate asking, it's a bigger deal. But again, to be honest, like the the promposals I've seen don't seem all that elaborate. They seem like nicely made signs, and that's about it. Yeah. I think it's a good way to show off your creativity, but the teens this year are getting robbed of that opportunity. They can still creatively ask somebody to go to the prom. It's just then there's they no problem to go to. Tom. I, well, but that's worry about that later. First, get the person to agree to go to the prom with you. I think first order of business once uh, once we're all out of the house, let's get a bunch of proms going. I know. <laughs> Let's get the prom industry back in. Do you know about promnight.com, Tom? And oh, no. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> it's not what you think. Actually, prom, N-I-T-E. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant business, Tom. Okay. They sell all uh, 
for like prom planning committees of which you were the head of your uh-huh. of your class. Um yeah, I was, I was the head of my class, Tim. Thank you for recognizing <laughs> that because uh, no, you were, you were like the didn't. guy on the show uh, head of the class, who's the computer nerd who sat in the back of the class and now is a, a famous uh, Hollywood foot fed. <laughs> that's who I was saying you were. You know that guy? Yeah, I know that guy. Thank you, Tim. All right. Uh no, they sell all the things, uh, all the, like, you pick a prom theme, mm-hmm. and then they sell you all the props for it. Oh, okay. So, I mean, promnight.com, after 2020, they're they're screwed, right? Because their margins uh, can't be, right? So, you yeah, can they've, have- Yeah, they've got to be sitting on, uh, you know, an unbelievable amount of merchandise right now. Yeah, so they have Starlit Fantasy, complete theme. Um, the Starlit Fantasy comes with uh, a Dancing Through the Stars 2020 numbers kit. It's these giant numbers that are like all sparkly that people can uh, mm-hmm. pose in front of. They have uh, sparkly balloon clouds. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they have all these uh, th- things that you can decorate your prom with. Tom, you were the president of your class, so you were in charge of uh, planning the prom. Yes. What kind of thought went into it in, in 1999, the year of your prom? Well, so Tim- 21 I w- years ago, I should note. <laughs> I was- uh, Oh, the- no. Is my 20th <laughs> high school reunion not going to have- is not going to happen? Oh, no. Tim, you're going to have something to complain about for the rest of your life. This is great. <laughs> great news. I don't have to go, and I get to be like, uh, well, I never had my 20th reunion, so I wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah. Whereas all the people in my class just have to say, well, I didn't have my 20th reunion. Uh, I guess Tom didn't organize it. <laughs> but again, in my, in fairness, I didn't find out that that was part of the gig until I had already won an election. Right. I didn't know that I was signing up for something that I'd have to do the rest of my life. Well, yeah, well, you you didn't. No, really. nobody. You, you, you have you haven't been doing any of this stuff. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying nobody else, you know, is agreeing to something in high school that then is going to, you know, all right. Well, that's a decision for life now. I don't know. They make you sign those student loan papers uh, <laughs> when true. you're leaving high school. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people still saddled with that stuff. That's true, I guess. Um, no, that's that was... a little bit more serious than every five years send out an email and be like, hey, we're going to meet at the local bar in our town for a few yeah, minutes. I guess that's what I forget, that that's what uh, uh, reunions are like nowadays. I just remember like my parents going to high school reunions when I was a kid, and it was like a big deal. Like, because they were like dinners, like uh, they were more formal things. Yeah, but people also used to have to wear suits to work, Tom. Well, yeah, people used to have to wear suits to work, and they had landlines in their home too. And like, if they didn't, we don't do. If they didn't stay close to their hometown, they just never heard a single thing about what happened to the other people they went to school with. Right. Um. But my point was going to be, I was a junior and senior class president, so I also had to plan the junior prom, a.k.a. the debutante dance, a.k.a. the Deb, which I didn't realize when I was looking it up, that apparently that's an Irish thing. In Ireland, they call it the debutante ball, a.k.a. the Deb. Okay. I didn't see, at least on Wikipedia, any evidence of that being a thing in America, but it was a thing at our school for some reason. Yeah. Very Irish town. We called it the Deb. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we were in Ireland. to speak with in the Brogue. <laughs> I mean, we were, yeah, there were, you know, like most of New York suburbs, Irish and Italian, but like not recent. It wasn't like, because I can't imagine that like, my grandmother had like a debutante ball at her school <laughs> at her school that stopped when she was like 10 years old or something like <laughs> you've learned enough. Get to the fields. Um, yeah, no, they call it the Deb. And then uh, for the Italian side, we all had pasta for for, uh, <laughs> for the, that evening's dish. Um, 
the Deb, I remember. I did put a lot of effort into. We had a medieval theme, medieval times. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not medieval times, but just a medieval theme. What? That sucks. Well, that doesn't suck. What, that what sucks idea? about that? <laughs> Is that your idea? I don't remember if it was my idea or not. <laughs> That's just such a weird thing. To Why have is that a weird did. thing? That's a normal theme. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at promnight.com. We got a Dungeons and Dragons themed prom. <laughs> I was in charge. Everybody loved it. No, I'm looking at at uh, uh, promnight.com. They have a fairy tale theme, which is very similar to what we no, were doing. No, there's very there's a huge difference between fairy tale and medieval times. No, we had like knights and horses and and uh There were horses there? No, there weren't horses there, but I think we maybe like made a cut out of a horse. I mean, we didn't have promnight.com. Uh, to go it was by. in the gym, and it wasn't even in the big gym in our high school. That was the weird thing. Yeah, it was in the smaller gym of the two. Although, to be honest, like as somebody that uh, had to, you know, decorate that gym, uh, that was that was still no easy task. Like gyms are big <laughs> to decorate a gym so that uh, like no part of it looks like a gym, really. I mean, of course, yeah. it's going to look like a gym. <laughs> You're not going to be able to completely hide it. But you couldn't be like, all right, well, we're just going to like decorate up to half court. <laughs> like you had to decorate everything at least a little bit. Yeah, you need a lot of streamers to to make it not look like a gym. A lot of streamers, a lot of balloons, a lot of uh, oak tag, a lot of uh, uh, like rolls of paper that you put on the wall. All that stuff. I forgot about those paper rolls. Yeah, those are a real pain in the ass to work with. Uh, but yeah, so I did do a lot of work for the junior prom. Uh, but then I didn't do a lot of work for the prom because I didn't have a date to the prom. So I didn't really care. <laughs> you were a real great class president. Tom. <laughs> I got to see if I can find there's a uh, a prom picture of me that like my mom insisted on taking. And it, like, it's just me alone looking like very moody. In like a, you know, a suit or a tuxedo or something. Uh, I got to find that. Because uh, I just remember being mad. I was like, why are you taking a picture? She's like, you can use it for your podcast one day. It's like, I, again, nice. I don't even know what that means. Can you send that to me? I'll make it the cover art this week. Yeah, I'll I'll see if I if my mom uh, can dig it up. <laughs> um. So did you go and get a tux? Yeah. I rented I'm go a tux. The, the checklist here. Yeah, I rented a tux too. This is why, hey, teens, you should be glad you, you don't have to do this stuff. Uh, the biggest racket in the world. A bunch of teens descend on the, the one or two tuxedo <laughs> places within 20 miles of your hometown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some, we had to go some, a couple of towns over, uh, I remember. Yeah. Um, and like, I feel like nowadays, um, it's acceptable for a teenage boy to be like, Hey, I want to look good. I want to like get something that like right. is, is kind of cool. But back then, like, unless you were just like, I will take the same thing that everybody on the football <laughs> team's wearing and everybody else is wearing the, you were going to get called slurs. Um, <laughs> at, the, at the prom. Yeah. I remember shopping for a tuxedo and just trying to find like, what is the most normal tuxedo you have? <laughs> yeah. Because if I because deviate at all. Right. Like if my tuxedo has like a line down it or something, I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> or if it's like a <laughs> slightly different shade of dark black, like. Um, and I remember. And I can, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Well, no, I was going to I was going to pivot to prom dresses. But if you have more to say about the tux. Oh, I was going to say, say that? that I remember, too. Uh, it was kind of, you know, these were pretty small, uh, rental shops. And like, I think a lot of the towns had prom like the same weekend or around the same weekend. So like the longer you waited to go get a tux and when you're a teen, you wait to the last minute to do everything in your life. Uh, the, the slimmer, the pickings, which was also a problem. Because I remember yeah. getting there and it was like, well, we have like green tuxedos. <laughs> you know, those are still in stock. 
Uh, our brown tuxedo section is still, uh, uh, there are a lot of good choices there. <laughs> I remember uh, before my prom, my date uh, told me, uh, she was my girlfriend at the time. That she couldn't, uh, that uh, her visa from Canada didn't come through, so she couldn't come. <laughs> no, she called me up and she's like, uh, just so you know, my prom dress is blue. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and then I uh, then I showed up on prom night. Also wearing a blue like, dress. <laughs> no, I was wearing just like the tux that I was given, like issued. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, do something so like the jocks won't make fun of me. Like, give me whatever that is, the baseline tux. Mm-hmm. And she was so upset. She's like, I told you my dress was blue. Why didn't you take that information and use it to get the right tux? Apparently... My tux clashed with it was a black tux, but I think it had maybe like I don't know red accent flare on it. Yeah, something like that. Um, so uh, here's a tip for future teens, not this mm-hmm. year teens, but if your prom date is telling you something, listen. there's a reason they're telling you that. Yeah, no, I listened. I was like, cool, can't wait to see this blue dress. It's gonna be well, great. What you should have said was, cool. Is there something I should do with that information? Yeah, but when you're a teen, you don't know to ask yeah, that yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, teens are dumb. Yeah. Um, you, limo, did you take a limo to the to the prom, Tom? I took a limo to the junior prom. Uh, I did not take a limo to the senior prom. That's a racket. And oh, in yeah. 2020, are kids still impressed by limos? Are they like, ooh, we're going to be in a stretch limo? Or is it just like... Now, the only thing we know about limos is that they're dirty, and sometimes on the news there's a limo tragedy, <laughs> like a little too often because like yeah. limos aren't like technically street legal. They uh, they're technically street legal. I think they're probably just like not the safest cars around. Well, I mean, most limos are like aftermarket, um, yeah, created. So there's yeah, no they're, like they're not stretched from the factory. Like yeah, it's not like the Ford stretch limo. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a regular car that like then some some mechanics are like, hey, we can cut this in half and put another car in between it yeah, and, and just put uh, some weld sheet it back metal. together. Yeah. Uh, when we were teens, that was when uh, uh, the stretch Hummers became a thing. I think. Yeah. And that was like that was primo if you had a stretch Hummer. Um. I just remember like uh, that's what Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, rode around in all the time. <laughs> I just remember when I was a teen or um, uh, even as a teen, rather renting a limo. I was thinking like, who the hell wants to be in this business of renting cars to teenagers <laughs> and not only renting cars to teenagers, but having to drive them around Um and I remember, like, I don't even know how I found the the limo because I organized the limo for like a group of people at my junior prom. Um, and I remember, like, I don't know, just having to like go to this guy's house, and he's like, "Yeah, it's the limo. You can take a look inside if you like." And uh, I need this much money. No drinking, no smoking. You drink or you smoke. I'll turn the goddamn thing right around. I'll tell you all to get the hell out of my limo. You got it? But then did he wink at you? No, I think he was serious. I don't know if he was serious or not. All I know was that everyone in my limo hated me because I was adamant. Like, nobody can drink in this limo. I, I to, put a deposit down, God Yeah, damn it. I, I put a deposit down. I put a, a $60 deposit down. <laughs> yeah, in retrospect, I, I can't you, imagine how much it that, was. There's no way I'll ever recoup that money from any of you. Well, and then I also remember it was like, a, you know, we had nowhere to go. So it was like, hey, can you just like drive us around? And he was like, nah, like, you got to give me a place to go. So I was like, uh, drive us to the Empire State Building. <laughs> so, like, we drove from our town uh, into Manhattan to the Empire State Building. They was like, all right, where to now? I was like, uh, drive us to the Statue of Liberty. I can't drive you a Statue of Liberty, kid. You need a boat. <laughs> like, uh, drive us to the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, just naming things so he would have to keep driving. What were you doing? 
I don't know, just like sitting in the back of the limo being like, hey, is everybody having fun? And nobody was because they couldn't drink. Yeah. And like some people um, were making out and groping. Yeah, there's a lot of groping in the limos. Um, I think that's why the limo drivers are into it. Um, checking the <laughs> rear view, watching that groping. Saying, hey, oh, look at that. Hey, that's not something you see every day, but it is something he sees every day. I don't know what happened in our town before um, previous proms. Oh, I do. I can tell you, but continue. By the time uh, my prom rolled around, you weren't allowed to go to the prom, which was at a um, catering catering hall hall near the water in our Mm -hmm. our town. Unless you showed up, I think, two hours before at the pre-prom party at the high school. And what you would do is you would drive there in your limo. Mm-hmm. you'd get out of the car and go into the uh, to the high school cafeteria mm-hmm. where all the moms and dads would be. And uh, you just had snacks, Rice Krispie treats. Uh-huh. Um, there were some sodas there. You must have liked that, Tom. Uh, <laughs> while they all went through your limo and made sure there was no booze and drugs in the limo, yeah. um, they searched you upon entrance to the, uh, to the high school cafeteria, and you just kind of sat around for a couple hours. Yeah, so it's like even if you tried to get drunk, like we're going to make you sit here until you sober up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then at the end, they were like, okay, time to go to the prom. They walked you to your limo, which they had already, like, you couldn't, like, oh, I stashed something. Like, you had to, like, wait and be walked with a school administrator to your limo to get in. That would bring you right to the, and I think they even had, like, it was like, uh, 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 what is that called when the when the cops drive you somewhere? Like a uh, procession, a uh... well, every limo like needed another like car like driven by a parent or or school employee that followed the limo from the school to the to the prom venue to make sure that the limo didn't stop anywhere so you could get booze or drugs. Yeah, an um, escort. That's what you're looking for. Escort, an escort. Yeah, you brought um, an escort to your junior prom, if I'm not mistaken, and you got in a lot of trouble. I, I didn't. I did not do that. But a very nice girl to the the junior prom. <laughs> Friends to this day. Um. Yeah. So we were escorted by a grown up there, and then they pretty much like made sure that you went straight from the limo to the the prom and then i think you weren't allowed outside if you like left the prom you weren't yeah. allowed to come back yes so um yeah it was like uh it was like going to a prom in gd soviet russia tom yeah no the uh the vice principal told me what happened the prom the prom went to me <laughs> oh i see the soviet russia joke uh the vice principal told me that uh like a few years before they had a prom where um, I don't know if it was like the first time they were trying it, but they had it in, uh, uh, this won't mean anything to other people, but you'll know, uh, a place in Farmingdale, a hotel in Farmingdale. So like not far, what would you say? It's a 15, 20 minute drive. Yeah, probably. If that 15 minutes, I'd say. Maybe it was further. Maybe it wasn't Farmingdale. I might be misremembering that. I am misremembering that. It was somewhere far. It was somewhere like far out east, like a nice uh, like uh, hotel that had like a convention center or something. Ooh. And apparently everyone showed up just like blackout drunk. Um, and like they every limo door, according to the vice principal, they would open up and kids would just like pour out of it puking. Um, and, uh, they like went in the bathroom and he said all these, uh, people were snorting Coke off the toilet seat in, in the, the suburbs, bathroom. Man. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like a debaucherous prom. And the main problem was that it was like an hour away from the school, maybe even more, maybe like two hours. It might've been like way out on the East end of Long Island, uh, like Hamptons or something. And, uh, they like couldn't get parents there to come get their kids. So like the principal and the vice principal and the chauffeurs like just had to like keep putting kids in their cars and driving them all the way back to, uh, to our hometown Babylon 
and like dumping them out, turning around, going back and getting more kids. So after that, they were like, no, fuck this. From now on, the rule is the prom has to be within one mile of the school. And there was only one venue that was mob owned within a mile of the school. So, of course, that's where it had to happen. It wasn't a bad place, to be honest. It was a nice catering hall. It was fine, but we weren't allowed to go out. It was right on the water, which right. is the selling point there. Like, I know, I've know i been to weddings there. It's lovely. Yeah. But I think we weren't allowed outside because we could have stashed beer um, somewhere. Beer. Yeah, or liquor. Yeah. Uh, do you think I they rem- do uh, mocktails at um at current prompts? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something like they that. They didn't do that. Yeah, we had soda. The prom is just like a shitty wedding. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Full of people that you really don't like. Yeah, and like you're expected to dance, uh, but you're not drunk, so like you don't have any confidence to dance. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're like me, of- you're the most insecure you've ever been in your life. <laughs> exactly. And then at the end of the insecure. night, they're like... They're like, uh, all right, uh, also, let's end the night with a popularity contest. Let's figure out who's the most popular girl and who's the most popular boy. And they'll be prom the king and king queen. And queen. Uh, Tom, were you nominated for prom king? No, and I was furious because I ran the whole goddamn prom. I was <laughs> I was told yeah, you went you went stag. I was told that I missed getting on the ballot by like one, that I was like the next one on the ballot uh, that, you know, or the like first one off the ballot. And I was told that by like, you know, like one of the teachers who was the advisor. And I was like, right. Okay. So let's fix that. (laughs) We're both in charge here. (laughs) How many people in, uh, in your class do you think attended? What percent? of 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 your class went it was a lot I, it was most of the class like i mean you know i i had a i think it was 105 100 person graduating class somewhere around there uh and i would say it was like a good 80 percent probably went yes yeah, that's a i was nominated for prom king um and that was uh, something that was like to rub it in no no because there's something that was like hey i was nominated for prom king and like you know, I think I was I was I well liked enough in my class, yeah. but whatever. But also, I don't know who chose who was nominated for prom king. Yeah, and figure eighty. We had about a hundred kids in our class, mm-hmm. so figure fifty guys. About eighty mm-hmm. percent went, so that's forty. I think eight of us were nominated, right? <laughs> so twenty percent. Once you, once you like weed out the delinquents and the dirtbags and the stoners. Like yeah. there's probably 11 kids. So I like beat out three other people essentially that were like <laughs> acceptable to be like, well, if he wins, it wouldn't be an embarrassment to the school. I, I think didn't win. I, I think I miss out because uh, I did a real bad job being a typical lame duck president my senior year and i did a very bad job uh doing fundraisers throughout the year and the fundraisers the whole point of the fundraisers is uh to you put that money towards the prom and you know you do car washes and stuff like that you sell candy or whatever and that money goes towards the prom so that then the tickets are cheaper for everyone I didn't really do any of that stuff. So our prom tickets were very expensive. Like you had to pay basically face value for these tickets. Can I ask you a question? So it was like going to a wedding for a lot of these people. It's like, you know, 125 bucks. What did you think the duties of class president were? Because it seems like you just wanted to get elected and didn't want to do any of the things. Yeah, pretty much. That about sums it up. But you can't run on that platform, Tim. That's disappointing to hear that, um, and very scary to hear that you did that junior year, <laughs> and then there was another election, and they reelected you, despite the fact that you didn't know what no, the job I was did a good and ju- didn't have any interest in doing it. It makes me sad for America. It no. makes me I, nervous for America. 
I did a good job junior year. And I think I just kind of realized like, I don't know, I didn't really benefit like personally. I guess I did. I think I made some money somehow. Uh, but, but I, oh, God, I don't know. You still got reelected. We are all fucked. Se- senior year. I was more, I was mad when I found, cause I remember like going to, you know, the, the teachers or whatever and being like, Hey, all right. Yeah. We're not going to have, uh, the prom at like that mob owned catering hall this year. That sucks. Everybody hates it. We're going to have it at my hotel. (laughs) We're going to have it at the, the motel by the side. You might think it's just a place for swingers, but they also do proms. Um, we're going to have it behind the hot tub uh, <laughs> store. Yeah, it's perfect because you're so worried about kids going out and getting drunk afterwards. Now nah, they'll go in the hot tub afterwards. Um, I know. And that's how I know about like what happened beforehand, because like uh, I had a meeting with the vice principal because I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, and he was like, all right, let me lay it on you. Like, let me tell you what happened. And uh, I forget a bunch of the other details, but I was like, oh, shit. Like that sounds horrible. Okay, I get it, but I, I just kind of like lost interest in it. And it was senior hmm. year; I had a lot going on, and I had a date. I had a girlfriend for the junior prom. I didn't for the senior prom, so it was like, eh. <laughs> look, if the class wanted a cheaper, better prom, one of them should have taken me there. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. Uh, you can be our Facebook friend, I think. Facebook.com slash complete guide. You should get off Facebook. Who cares about Facebook? I'm just going to get people care, Tim. <laughs> That's what I post up on there. <laughs> uh, you can also go to, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us, me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Check us out on Reddit. Our subreddit is TCGTE. You can also uh, check out our Discord, which is Complete Guide, where you can chat. You can chat it up with everybody. Fun community there. Yeah. Been lurking um, recently. Yeah, I've been popping in. Uh, I want to be more active in there. I feel like that will take all of my time if I start talking you gotta in start, real time you gotta to people. You got to start getting into games, man. Start becoming a gamer. Yeah. My wife has really gotten into Animal Crossing. Yeah. So my Switch is is never free. Buy another Switch. Hmm, maybe I will. His and her Switches. Hey, I can't imagine it's... anything more romantic. <laughs> um, did you do all the things? Would... All the plugs? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide oh, yeah. for that's the only plug that really matters. Yeah. For secondary podcast, books of podcasts, uh, this week, Tim has watched Around the World in 80 Days. We're going to talk about it, and then we're going to vote on the next book. So you should probably get in there, become a Patreon subscriber, uh, so you can vote. Um, what was the last song at your at your prom? Uh, uh, it might have been- Donna Summer, Last Dance? Was it y- Donna Summer? Y- uh, yeah, maybe it was something like that. I don't know. It might have been closing time. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's the thing. If you if you want to make it, if you want to hit it big, figure out a song that, that can be played at a pivotal point. It's it's becoming very obvious the more weddings I go to, mm-hmm. how many artists are writing songs that are like, this is the song that people are going to play for their first dance at the wedding. Yeah, um, well, I remember after uh, like the Macarena was big. Remember then the dip came out. Yeah, I put your, I put my hand upon your hip when I dip, you dip, we dip. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden there was just an explosion of like songs that tell you how to do the dance. I guess the Macarena doesn't tell you how to do the, the dance, but it had a dance to it. Yeah, no, but like the first dance song, like there's a lot of like songs that are like perfectly the tempo mm-hmm. and instrumentation is is right for like the first dance. And it's just like, I knew from the first time I looked in your eyes, I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. That's like an intimidating kind of first song. Well, no, it's because 
for the first time ever, Mr. and Mrs. Oh, that kind of first. I thought you were talking about the first song at a prom. Oh, no, no. I was talking about weddings. Um, no, the first song at a prom needs to be like these days. What uptown funk? Do all the do all the songs have to be sanitized? <laughs> they have to be these kids days. bop versions. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you can probably curse at proms now. I think that's how far things have gotten. Couldn't drink. Couldn't do coke. <laughs> right. And at that too, I was like, I don't know, like Coke, like when we were in high school, Coke wasn't a big thing anymore. It was kind of at the the low point of Coke. I'm 38 years old. I've never seen cocaine in my life. Yeah, I don't. And I've lived in New York City my my entire adult yeah, life. Yeah, and like you've and you've, I've been in like rock bands. Yeah, and you've played in some very seedy places. <laughs> yeah, and like still, yeah, don't see Coke. I don't know. Mm. Did you know that the uh, I have a few facts to wrap up. Um, the in 2013, the average price for a prom per family was eleven hundred and thirty nine dollars. Does that include the promposal? I'm telling you, these promposals have gotten out of control, Tom. Yeah, that's it. I bet there's drones involved. <laughs> there might be drones. Hey, Mom, involved Dad, you got to buy me a, pr- a, 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 a drone. It's for my promposal. Stop I bet screaming so- into the microphone. <laughs> I bet so many kids uh, get so many things. Uh, get their parents to pay for so many things by claiming it's part of a promposal. Because <laughs> I'm sure parents these days are like, well, it's a promposal. It's very and, important. Yeah, and true love is important. Yeah. Um, I think 90% of people marry the people, the person they went to the prom with. Yeah, I think I think that is the case. Uh, and, and there's also homeschool proms. Where you have to take your mom to the prom? No, you don't get to take your mom to the prom. I'm sure some people do, but uh, apparently it's pretty common at homeschool proms that uh, it's like a statewide prom where all the kids who are homeschool can go there and be probably extremely awkward and nervous around each other. Yeah. The uh, introverted appa- in the same room. <laughs> and apparently it's very common for uh, uh, parents to choose the music that's played. Oh, cool. The same way that they chose everything about their kids' lives for the last 18 years. Yeah, and now it's the big Mm -hmm. send-off. They're going to go away and Mm -hmm. become a well-adjusted adult. You know, I don't know many people who had been homeschooled, Mm -hmm. but the ones I do are doing great. Yeah, uh, same here. Yeah, so maybe there's something to it. Maybe I'll homeschool you, Tim. We can homeschool the teen we adopt. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.